So what was salt mainly used for? Well, the salt he was talking about comes from the Dead Sea. It was scraped up, which has a 28% salt content, which is pretty impressive. But it's not pure table salt. It also has a lot of what's called potassium chloride, which is potash, which is a fertilizer. So I think what Jesus was trying to tell us is that we're to be fertilizer to the good things. You know, that's what he meant by it saying no good for the fields if it becomes tasteless. So if it's our job to promote growth in good things. It was also used as a disinfectant. They put handfuls of salt onto the manure pile to stop the spread of diseases. So what does that say to me was, well, it's to promote the health of good things and hinder the things, hinder the growth of bad things. So us as Christians, being the salt of the earth, should mean that we promote good things and inhibit bad things from growing and spreading. And by being totally different than the environment. So a couple of things that I came across was the distribution of salt. It did no good in a pile, just on its own. It only seemed to really work whenever they put it on the f in the field, on the manure pile. So when it was placed on the soil, that's where it seemed to do what it needed to. So us as Christians, we have to be placed in the dirt in the world to really be effective and, and to stop that hinder that growth of bad things and promote growth of, of good things in this world. So we have to be in direct contact to have our effect on it. And another thing was the amount. It's to be a good amount of Christian presence to affect things. There's a statistic that states where there is 5% Christian presence in the workplace, the language changes and the mentality changes for the better without anybody saying or doing anything, just being there. And tell you, I haven't personally experienced that in my workplace. Fewer and fewer people that are at work, but I am one of two Christians that I know of in the workplace. And from when I started there 10 years ago, it was a lot of foul language and dirty talk. And I think they started doing it out of respect for me, knowing that I was different. But I think it became a habit of them speaking a little bit better, a little bit cleaner. And I think it's really having that effect on them. Matter of fact, last week I changed the radio station. I was playing in the shop, the Christian radio. Nobody messed with it all day. So I'm making progress over there. So another thing was the quality. So back in Matthew, it says, the salt has become tasteless. It is no longer any good but except to be thrown out and trampled by underfoot by men. And that part really spoke to me in the fact of our testimony, of us being cure, pure as Christians in front of everybody else. Because we say we're Christians and we say we're different. But then if we interact in that same language or bad habits, then 
actually starting to look more and more like the dirt that we're supposed to be placed on. And I guess what really spoke out to me is to be trampled underfoot by men. Well, I look at that as once we lost our credibility in front of men, they'll trample on us. They'll, they'll hound us. They'll, you know, oh, well, yeah, you just say you're a Christian, but I've seen what you did. They tend to remember that stuff. So that was one thing that was really, I guess, really struck me is that how amazing these parables are that Jesus gives. And there's so much in it. The more you start dissecting it, it's, you know, he covered every base of, of salt. What does that mean, you know? Covered every aspect in two little scriptures. That we really need to protect our testimony and be completely different from the earth that we're placed on. And it takes a good bit of us to have an effect on this entire earth. So, I really feel that that God wants us to really protect our testimony more now than ever because we're getting a spotlight on us every single day and, and people are there ready to criticize us and say that, well, no, you're not as pure as you say you are. And that we really have to be in the world to affect it. That it's, it's nice to come to church with everybody and, and you can relax and, and kind of be free and not have to worry, but we really have the most effect is when we're outside in the world. And kind of just thinking about it, it kind of probably why Jesus had supper with sinners because he had to affect them. He had to be there to affect them. You know, if we just hadn't always had supper with his disciples, he wouldn't have affected that many people. So it was a pretty short message that I, I come up with, and, and I really felt that the Lord wanted me to speak on. And that's, that's just my encouragement to you is, is to try and be drastically different than your environment. It's not easy, and trust me, I'm not good at it. But it's a, it's a goal to strive for be drastically different and people do notice and things do change like I said I, I've been in a workplace for 10 years and looking back on it I can see that change it didn't happen overnight it didn't happen in a week didn't the first week that I went and said hey I'm a different person now I'm a Christian now things didn't change right away but over time them being in, in the presence of that salt started affecting them and I think that we have that kind of power to affect people around us without being pushy or without, you know, beating them over the head with the Bible every day. But just being there and being different can have a great effect on them. So that's about all I got for tonight. So I'm going to close in prayer and just pray that Pastor and Wendy come back so I don't have to preach Sunday. Took me quite a while to prepare this. So. Yeah. All right, well, let's pray. Lord, we are so grateful for everything you, you do in our lives and how you instruct us each and every day, Father. And Father, we know that spending time in your word is really where things start to illuminate of how we should be. Father, we are grateful for all this knowledge that you give us and instruct us with. Father, we thank you for this great and happy life that we have 
Father, we thank you for the health and the happiness you give us. Father, we ask that you be with Sister Manny as, as she's in a time of healing right now. And we just ask for supernatural healing to, to fall on her tonight, right now. And Father, we also pray that Connor's healing continues on track. And Father, we are so grateful for the things, the miracles you've worked in his life. And Father, we just ask any other prayers. We just ask that you intervene in people's lives. And we are thankful for all that you do, Father. Be with us in our travels and our day, Father. In your name we pray. Amen.